Good morning, beautiful people of Community Christian good morning. Church. Good afternoon. Good morning. He always makes a good morning statement. I always do that. Every time. Like, wow. After he says morning. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a even better shot. So welcome back, everybody. Um, we are going to be in Romans 8. I got one. One of the brightest jewels in this book mm-hmm. that we call the Bible. The brightest. So get ready for remembering all of the previous seven chapters and applying it to this chapter. All right? To remember everything else that we went over. You don't, you don't, you don't remember it from when you write it down? I have what it all right <laughs> I have pages and pages and pages. So you can I do a whole commentary book on it, huh? You know, well, this is the third book, too. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so that's what we'll be in today. Um, also, uh, yeah. Also, a PSA reminder, um, the Chosen Night, tomorrow night, is canceled, but we'll resume the following week. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the time We'll resume. Alright, baby. Yep, it will uh we'll be taking a break uh this week from the chosen and then continuing the following week on the next season. I'm 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 mistaken. It'll be fun. I think we're gonna do something fun for also the break in between the second and third season. I think that's maybe, a, maybe the movie. Yeah. The, the Jesus Revolution movie. Yeah. So we'll get more information on that, what's going on with that. We're trying to promote it. We'll head over to the back turn. You know what we should do. Then you don't have to have his back turn. By the time it gets down there, it'll probably be what? Is that close? Uh, two months before it gets down there. By the time it gets down there, it'll be promoted so heavily. Archangel Michael. Yeah. Thank He's you. No apostle. <laughs> That's what he calls himself all the time. Right, Archangel. <laughs> tell him where Be careful. <laughs> right. All right, so. Hi, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, everyone online. And yeah, I'm sure there's a few more. So uh, if you guys would like to, I know we run till eight o'clock, uh, and sometimes well over. So if you guys want to get your pray, uh, prayers in early, so when it comes time to prayer, we can go right into it. Hi, so Jackie. For, uh, everyone's oh, to come in. Hey, Jackie. Who's Jackie? Oh, Jackie. Jackie Jaramillo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what's what's your mom's what? last name, man? Oh. What's your mom's last name, man? Oh, uh, Candace Jansen. Candace. Oh, that I go. I, I saw that one. Let's go ahead and pray in so we can get started. All right. Oh. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful week, even though it's blowing by pretty fast. Lord, help us. Uh, help us enjoy the present, not look forward or look backwards. Lord, help us. Uh, Enjoy who we are right now as we are. Help us remind us. Help remind us that you're you're there with us too, Lord. And bless the study ahead. And open our eyes, our ears, and our minds, Lord, so we can take it out into our daily walk and share the good news. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Got your sunglasses? I just had a this whole this whole next this whole chapter is underlined in my book. Oh, this whole chapter. We're old. 
That's what I'm saying. You got your sunglasses? Don't get a headache. So, we're going to read the first 17 verses of chapter 8, and then we'll back up and go over what Paul's talking about in this passage, all right? Hi, Captain. Sounds pretty good. So, here we go. Verse 1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so He condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who have who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit of life and peace, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin... The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body you will live for those who are led by the spirit of God are the children of God the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again rather the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry Abba Father the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children now if we are children then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Kathy says hello all, and my cousin Andy Hall is watching. Hi Andy. Hi Hi, Andy. All right, so that was a mouthful, yeah? Anyone understand the full concept of that whole passage at all? Who else besides Andy? Um, Jackie and Roger and Kathy. Yeah, you got it. That makes sense to you. Yeah. I, I love the last half of that because um, we 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 talk about a lot, you know. Although God God made us all, right? He's the creator of all things, mm-hmm. but yet we aren't adopted in as children until. Until we ask Christ in, yeah. then then he becomes our. Then we can say, "Abba, Father." Yeah, it's just beautiful. Then we're heirs with Christ and co-heirs. 
trying to do that quiet. No, it's uh, didn't work. <laughs> that first verse reminds me of one of the most famous verses ever quoted in the Bible. John three sixteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read what it. first verse? There is therefore there is no condemnation. That reminds you of John three sixteen. The one right after it, three seventeen. Oh yeah. If I have to get to it. Okay, get to it. Hi, Sandy. So we're going back to the first verse, and I'll read that first Sandy, verse. Sandy. He's going to share with us what he got. So it says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And so, in John 3.16, which everyone knows, I'm going 3.16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through, through him. That's the key verse. That's also what I got in when I was doing my own study. Oh, yeah? Nice. Mm-hmm. And oh. so. Sorry. No, if you. I'm done with your thought. Continue it. No, I'm, I, I already lost it. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I wanted to point out here is the therefore. The therefore is implying everything that we've learned up to this point, right? It's therefore, and now he's reassuring what we've learned, right? There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, right? right. So that's all I had to say on that verse. We can't do it ourselves. We learned that through the whole seven chapters. Yeah, we spent plenty of hours going right. over it. So we're all sinners and we fall short. Yeah. We can't do it ourselves. We can only do it in Christ. That's why I said what you said. Yeah. What was the last part of that verse you read? Uh, through through him. Through him. It has to be done through him. And this verse right here, the end of this first verse, the first part of the second one, is in him. Yep. And here's the thing. We learn in the first two chapters, no one is righteous. Right. We learned by faith, we are considered righteous. And through his grace, right? We are chap- saved. Right, we are saved. Mm-hmm. And uh, chapter 5 is that justification in that process. Chapter 6 is the sanctification in that process. And chapter 7 is the renewal of the mind. Is the renewal of the mind correct? So, therefore, and this no one's con- in condemnation in this. For in, those who are in Christ Jesus, mm-hmm. it has to be the end part. And this chapter 8 is the renewal of everything, applying it to your life. Yeah, so Jackie brought up a, 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 a beautiful story on Tuesday on how she started seeing things different. Mm-hmm. She's always been there, and then all of a sudden, she's starting to see everything, right? Mm-hmm. Which explains a lot of Chapter 7, of what, we're, what we're going The renewal. Yeah, the renewal of mind. So this is the continuation of that process. So at first, you're awakened to it, and then through the process of sanctification, you actually will be renewed. That's what I'm saying. The, the, the renewal outcome of everything of it, yeah, else. It's the outcome of it, so... The renewal of your life at this point. Instead of just your mind, it, it starts seeping through everything in your life, and it mm-hmm. becomes your life. Because you are in Christ Jesus. Yep, and that's where it all starts. And that's why when you read the first part, is therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He says that because he wants to assure, assure you of everything you've read. First, like like Jacob said, the first three chapters you're learning, well, I'm a horrible sinner. There's no way I can be saved. Like I've done so many bad things. And then the next chapter talks about being saved, the justification. 
And then the chapters after that start talking about sanctification on top of it. Mm-hmm. And this one's just the entire renewal where it's saying you're not condemned for it now that you've actually become saved, now that you're in Christ Jesus. For Christ was sent into the world to save it, to save the people of it. And so at this point, now he's just trying to teach you how to apply it. Take what you learn, take the renewal that's starting to happen in your mind and apply it throughout your daily life. Yeah, there's still a, a price for sin when we choose to do it. And we may not be condemned in Christ, but it's still there. It's like Yeah, there's said, still consequences. Oh yeah. You reap what you sow, good or bad. Yeah, he says that in Galatians. Yeah, and he said um, I forget what chapter it was in now, but he said that um, if I'm gonna be saved like this because of what Christ did, how much more could I be saved if I chose to live in him? Oh I mm-hmm. Five, right? You know what I mean? That, that blows no, my mind. That's the one I love the most. Because even though the whole world's going to be against you when you start to follow Christ, you have a freedom in him that, that separates you from everything they're trying to do and everything that's out there, you know? And that's what being in Christ Jesus is. Mm-hmm. There's no condemnation in there. There's none because of what he did for us, but how much better could our life be if we were in him? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because uh, you're going to being justified you're going to get there but how much better is it for you to start now to start Mm -hmm. walking towards that now while you're awakened to it instead of uh, going back to your old ways just because you're justified why why stay stay 40 feet from the stop sign when you can start walking towards it right he didn't give us he didn't die he didn't give us eternal life the day we die he died to give us eternal life the day we accepted him died to ourselves mm-hmm. that's what verse 11 is talking about too if, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit that lives in you yeah, exactly that's, so we have more than just more than just an eternal hope and salvation. We have heaven now. We have we have it all now. We just need to live in it and live in it by spending time with Him and and getting in tune with the Spirit. You know, I I I mean it. It's sad. I mean, we have such an awesome power living in us, and and it just goes untapped. You know, it's not that we are anything, but but. His power, His Spirit is living within us. And the more in tune we get, the more the more easier things get to deal with. It's not that bad stuff stops happening. It's just that it's so easier to deal, so much easier to deal with. You know, and, and again, like Jackie was saying, you start seeing things around you and noticing people around you and, and seeing past the actions of people and start seeing the heart. And, and and getting to the core of why they're acting that way and, and praying for them and having compassion for them like Christ on the cross while they were killing him, murdering him, spitting him, beating on him. He's he's telling Father, forgive me forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And and he's wanting us to have that same compassion. He was only able to do that because he was free from them. Yep. And that's the freedom he wants to give us. Mm-hmm. And it's there. The same spirit that lived in him, the spirit of his father that allowed him to live in purity and righteousness, uh, now lives in us because of him, if we choose to follow him. Yeah. 
Trade? You want to trade? You 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 can't read it either. No, try. You don't think I can? I'll go get it. Ah. See if I can pull it out. Of <laughs> it's amplified, so I should be able to. It amplifies. Oh wow, this is really amplified. See? Nope. It's real big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amplified with somebody else's notes. All right, here we go. Chapter eight, right? He resigned your pastor now? Hmm? <laughs> what? I said he resigned your pastor now? He no, he's good. <laughs> he's out of here. Yeah, boom. Those one of those this is our sound. <laughs> this is not doctrine. <laughs> Joe said, hi, church family. And Cody Corpy's watching. Hi, Cody. Hi, Cody. Cody. You should be here. Oh. Where's <laughs> my sign? Signs in there. <laughs> You should be here, just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should. And there's a mic hanging over you guys, so if you speak up, you can be heard. It's hanging right there. Oh. And there's one on each side. Pretty cool. Now you really need cheaters. Uh, cheaters. All right, so here we go. Did you try to read it? I'm going to read it right now. It's terrible. So we're back at now we're in verse 2, right? So I'm going to read the first verse because it goes along with it. All right? Mm-hmm. Why are we not condemned? We're about to find out. Right? <laughs> therefore, now, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the... Yeah. He gave up already because he's like, I'm not gonna fight throw it in the trash. It puts, it puts words in my mouth. I'm, I'm actually gonna throw it in the trash. I can't stand it. Oh, I think. Um, I think that's Vivian's. It puts words in my mouth. Somebody's. Vivian. Oh, it's terrible. And I need to stay in there because it's hers. But I would just throw it away <laughs> if it was yours. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't have a mic on there. There's a lot of ladies. ladies. Yeah, no, so now that I think about that. <laughs> That's a song. Of the second verse. It says, Because through Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Right? Was what we've already learned through the past two chapters. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know? Yes. Right? We have peace. Yeah, exactly. Peace with God. Mm-hmm. For what the law was free. Go ahead. No, 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 it's fine. I was just saying that that verse that I read today opened my eyes even more. Where I just want to keep going. You want, you want? You want to share with us? Nope. You sure you don't want anyone else's eyes? I think you should share with us. Yeah. But it's not even Romans. I'm right. Sorry, right. it's, it's okay. I took. I take. Where you at? Two places. All John, John Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. rabbit holes. I like rabbit holes sometimes. Other times, the teeth. We're uh, heading to John Five. I have my notes on my phone. This reminds me of when. Uh, so when, when this one opened up my John Five Thirty. Five Thirty. When this one opened up my eyes. Um. 
I took it straight to Matt, and Matt was like, this is perfect for my sermon on Sunday. <laughs> hey, girl, will you share with us a little bit of what woke you up and then share the scripture? Yeah. You want me to read like the verse, though? It's up to you. However you want to share. I want to hear what woke you up. Oh, yeah. Well, I have it down here. I need to be awoken. I was being convicted through this entire message when I was reading it. So I was going to, I'm starting with the book of John to do my personal um, study, my quiet time study. And um, I was just told, like, you need to wake up. Like, you're in the world. If you're not following me, then what are you doing? Like, that was, like, I was told. I was being... Wow. Holy Spirit told you. Yeah. He was knocking. Knock, yeah. He was banging, actually. He's like, wake up. (laughs) That's where it kind of scared me at one part of it. But then I was like, you know, you're right. This is what I need to be doing. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't just be in the world. Like Matt, you say, when people leave the church, they go back to themselves. That's how I was living. And now I'm so, like, this verse completely woke me up where I'm like, no, I really need to change my life. I need to start answering to him. Amen, Do you remember the the conversation we had on the stump and the thing we talked about the other day, mm-hmm. and and uh, and that weirdness? This is the opposite of that weirdness, and this is what you need to listen to. You understand? And it only happens when you're in the Word and, and your and your life's being convicted. It's the things I've been telling you guys over and over and over again on Sundays. Is that's the first thing God does, and it doesn't matter how long you've been in Christ. What happens is you just get used to it. You accept it. And, and and in your acceptance, you're not you're not accepting that's happening to you. You're accepting the the, the wisdom from it. Mm-hmm. Understand? But at first, it's a little hard, you know. But it's the most beautiful thing in the world once you become a solid Christian, where you just love the Lord, growing mm-hmm. in all time, and you want to grow. You can be in thirty years, and you want more. You you want to experience it every day, you know. And so, this is the opposite of what we talked about. It's beautiful. Okay. Nobody heard anything you want to say? Well, I don't think anybody had to hear but her. You can't say anything. There you go. Be nice, Jacob. It's really beautiful, and it's like we we talk all the time about about spending time in His Word, spending time in His Word, and and a lot of times people give up too quick, you know. But I'm telling you, spend time in His Word, push through, keep doing it, keep doing it, and and keep seeking. Pray. Ask him to open up your eyes to the word and and to speak to your heart. It's and it's amazing. You'll you'll see. You'll hear. God God won't leave you hanging. He promises. If you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, and it, and it's so beautiful. I'm taking your time. Okay, but that's what exactly I said at my end of my reading. Oh. I think what helped me was usually I read inside my head, but this time I read out loud, so I was comprehending. Comprehending. Amen. I think that's what really helped. Can I tell you, besides all that stuff you just said that really spoke to me, mm-hmm. where I started my quiet times? <laughs> Amen. Mike, come on, Mike. Where she started her quiet times, Mike. Mom said, thanks for prayers. Josh rocked it at work today. Amen. Amen. Yes. 
All right, John 5 what? Um, where it really starts uh, is at John 5.36. It's where okay. it spoke to me the most. <laughs> but you want to start at 30? Yeah. You want to start at 31 or something? 30? Might as well. Uh, it says, I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I alone bear witness about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who bears witness about me, and I know that the te- testimony that he bears about me is true. You sent to John, and he has borne, borne, borne with. He has borne witness to the truth, not that. The testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But the testimony that I the testimony that I have is greater than that of John. For the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works that I am doing bear witness about me that the Father has sent me, and the Father who sent me has himself borne witness about me. His voice you have never heard, his form you have never seen, and you do not have his word abiding in you. For you do not believe the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. I do not receive glory from people, but I know that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe when you receive glory from another and do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. Therefore, is There is one who accuses you, Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote of me. But if you do not believe his writing, how will you believe my words? That's a struggle this time. That's all right. It's because you're speaking when other people are listening. It's easier when it's just you. But it, the first that got me was 36. Uh, 40, 40, 38 through 40. It's, 40 was like, yet you refused to come to me, mm-hmm. that you may have life. And then. The word not dwelling in you and. You know what got me when I read that? Years ago, I was probably Jacob's age. You know what got me? That I'll accept others. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's sad about that? We do. 
we'll accept others before we accept him. And what that means is we're not saying like, oh, we'll accept others and not him. What it's saying is, is that he's calling us constantly and we won't spend any time with him. But when somebody else comes, we drop everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling Jacob because I was so excited that I called him. But I was like, it's because like we get up and I know that he's calling me, but I would rather just fall asleep and go back to bed. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. Or go do something else, or or go play Destiny. Yeah, and so that's why I made fun of you guys so much about that. <laughs> go on. But now that my eyes open, I do. I want to spend time. Mm-hmm. And I want to learn mm-hmm. more, and I want to know him. I don't know him at all. I want to tell you one more thing about that. Okay. There's going to come many times, and this isn't just for you, it's anybody listening, it's for all of us. Mm-hmm. There's going to become many times when we try to fall back to sleep again. Mm-hmm. And the only way to stay awake is, it's like he's your nourishment, mm-hmm. and the only way to stay awake is to feed on him. Mm-hmm. There's no other, if you don't feed on him, you will fall asleep. It's like feeding a fire. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? You have to keep feeding the fire. Mm-hmm. If you even miss a day of feeding the fire, the fire kindles out and is now coals and you have to restart the fire. And that's what I used to tell people and yeah, I've said it to you at least <coughs> like to lose a good habit, you just have to stop doing it three times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To make it stick and really stick after it, it's like a hundred times you have to be committed to it. Yeah. That it becomes something, you know. And that's with anything I think in in, in Christ. You um that's how we mature and become wise. We, we trust him with something, and no matter what the world's doing, no matter who's saying what, we trust him. Mm-hmm. We follow him, and we follow through it. You have to do that over and over and over again, and then eventually you just do it without even trying because it becomes yeah. who you are, mm-hmm. you know? you got to remind yourself, how much do you want it? You know, and, and um, get up and spend the time. Make it make it a ritual, you know, yeah. that... that that you know, you like like if I, I say this too, like if a person wants to lose weight, they know what they gotta do. You know, you know, you, you want to get healthy and physically fit. You gotta start. I'm in pretty good out. shape for those well, you, you you want you want the spiritual growth in your life. You gotta work it out and and, and just trust and keep pushing, uh-huh. keep pushing. You know what? And you'll find. You're, you'll find that the enemy's just going to start doing everything to steal that time from you. Yeah. Push through. Push just, through. Just commit. You know, this morning I wanted to take off early. I just wanted to go. Mm-hmm. It was my fault because I got up late. You know what I mean? I knew when I should have gotten up. Mm-hmm. But I stayed in bed for another half an hour or something, and then the time just flew by. Mm-hmm. And then I told myself, you know what? I don't even care. I'm going to sit down and read my Bible. Mm-hmm. And I did. And you know what? Everything fixed itself. But what if I would have just bailed out? You yeah. know what I mean? I remember I, I tell the story a lot, but the the time I'm not going to tell the whole story. But but there was a time when God was calling me to go outside. But here I'm I'm fighting to try and read because I get up to read and then it's like oh the dogs need bed oh I got to put them outside oh they need water and and it's just. I was something. Okay, let me do this and I'll read. Let me do that, then I'll read. You know, and and the one day I'm I'm walking back to the counter to read and and this voice in my head's telling me, Go outside and I'm like I, I start arguing with myself, Are you kidding? I'm going over to here to read. Go outside and, and I'm like I, I a couple times, No, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna spend go outside. 
okay, well, let me get my coffee. You don't need your coffee. And so, so I went outside. I went outside, and and man, it was just it was beautiful. Tell us about tree. Oh, so I go out. I I always go out to my trees, and 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 I'm gravitated to this one tree that ain't doing so good, and 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 I was no that one is <laughs> that that uh but I'm drawn to the tree that's not doing so good, and I start staring at almost almost like in a trance. It was really. You can't describe it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in the garden. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, he walks with me and he talks. The joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. You can't explain it because it's so personal, so so intimate. But I'm looking at this tree and he goes, what's wrong with that tree? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. It's getting the same water that all the others are getting. It's getting the same food and he said and he's like well that tree's that tree's not soaking it up that tree's not taking it in and then he says you're that tree and then and then the dog came up and nuzzled my hand and she never comes out there and she nuzzled my hand 16 years old yeah she just did not have the energy to go out that far she nuzzled my hand and he told me to pet her so I start petting her, and then I'm feeling these burrs, and I start pulling these burrs out of her, and then he says, you're that dog. You're that dog, and she can't pull these things out of herself. She needs you. You need me to pull these things out of your life, and you need to spend the time with me, and you need to... It's, it's not just... So it's not just sitting there reading, thinking that... And thinking that this is the only place that you can hear from him, because you can hear from him throughout every aspect in your life. You just need to relate to him and realize he's there, and 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 talk to him like he's your friend, like he's, oh Lord, should I do this? Lord, help me with this. Lord, uh, and and someone says, pray for me. Pray for him right then and there. If you can't, if you can't say it verbally, say it in your mind. But pray for them right then and there. If they're in front of you, grab their hands. Anyway, that's, you know, it's those little things. But God will speak to you, you know. Um, Everyone, it's different. Everyone, it's different. Mine was this voice in my head, and I thought it was me. I thought it was me saying, I'm like, are you kidding? But it's things I wouldn't say. But one thing is, God's voice will never go against His Word. Will never, never, never go against his word. If you know him, he, you can't be fooled. He won't contradict himself, and so just know that. Anyway, <laughs> so I got to ask questions. I have questions. Oh. So, are you still dried up inside, or are you starting to absorb? No, I'm absorbing. And how many birds did he have to take off? Yeah. Oh, lots of them. <laughs> And how many birds are still there? He's still pulling birds. He's going to be pulling birds all my life. My favorite time in my whole life, my whole walk with the Lord, was when I had a huge garden. I used to sit out there at 5 in the morning and read my Bible. Yeah. Mine was when I was sending down the uh, walking mm-hmm. stick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here from the street. Let's back to Romans. Sure, you know, or anyone. Oh, the last one. Huh? What's a bird? A bird? Sticker. Yeah, a sticker. Like, what are they? The 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 grass. Um, 
what are they called? Foxtail. Fox a foxtail on the on the grass, mm-hmm. and they stick in they stick in the skin, mm-hmm. and they and they keep they don't pull back out. They keep going in deeper because right. they have like barbs in them. Because they have the bars to where if you pull it out, you're gonna hurt them worse. But it keeps going in, but it's hurting them. So you gotta dig those but out. The, the hair grows around it and it causes a little ball, little sores, yeah. And, so, yeah. Uh, that's why I said, why why did you let them go like that? But he needs to take all the foxtails out of the yard. There's a reason why he let it go. Why he didn't show it. There's a reason why I didn't find it, because it was there for that purpose. Hi, Tracy. The one thing I wanted to say about the entire thing, especially with quiet times and stuff, is don't get into your mind that you're doing it for someone else. No. Because once you get into that mindset, you stop... You stop losing it. You start losing it. I mean, you stop listening to the Lord. Know that you're, He's getting it for you. Yeah. And every time you go to read, every time you read the Bible, every time anything, every time you go to sit down, don't do it for someone else's benefit. Do it for yours. And isn't that so funny too? Because sometimes, sometimes a scripture jumps out at us, and we're like. Oh, so and so needs to hear this. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to hear this. You know, but it's true. You need to hear it. Exactly. It's true. That's, that's funny because that happens a lot. I'm still at John. Tracy says hello, everyone. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. My sister. That's so funny that she's saying that. My sister's always reading the Bible and sending me stuff, and I'm like, I always get it from her. She's all, <laughs> I'm like, I'm never good. <laughs> and, and and you know what? She's probably just sharing and yeah, not I know, but and not she, and I not Do you ever read for yourself, yeah. man? Uh, <laughs> that's where it comes from. She's not shooting. She's just sharing. But I know that you do not have the love of God within you. Oh yeah, when you get that, you're like, oh yeah, you gotta change your life now. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're gonna have some troubles. Because every time, every time that I think about, especially this passage that you read, is I think about when you're before the Lord, is He gonna know you, mm-hmm. or and say, wow, you did great things, you you love people, you shared my word like you were supposed to, you lived the life I wanted you to live. Or is he going to say, I don't even know you. Mm-hmm. You didn't spend time with me. You only read the Bible for your for others' benefits, and you didn't care about it. To you didn't fill have your stomach. Your oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that goes back to the study. Because yep. I've always been, always, always stuck on that verse, and I didn't know why. But now that I've read that, John 5, it opened my eyes, and now I'm... Mm-hmm. There's something beautiful still. Scales fell. There's something more beautiful than all of this. You want to know what it is? There's a million more in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just one nugget. <laughs> <laughs> it's like prospecting. You find the hidden nugget of gold. And you're like, man, this is awesome. And and it's like. Next one is like coming up. And you go, the same like one. Jacob saying, this is my favorite book. This is my favorite chapter. And that's only for this month or two, you know. Actually, it's been a couple months. Then it'll be something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, when it was what Aaron asked me, and I compromised his second grader. Oh yeah. Can I tell that one? I have to tell the story, you guys. Yeah. Allie's second day on the job. Right? 
<laughs> and this little kid asked her, do you know Jesus? And she's like, oh, we can talk about that later or some other time. <laughs> she didn't want to lose her job. As soon as the teacher leaves, she's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Come on, Allie. That was awesome. It's okay. You're going to learn. She made it right, instantly though. Instantly say it because... Oh, that you learn, oh, that other person, that teacher is a believer, or they're Mm -hmm. curious about it. It's what you just said, though, Ali, what you just learned, because (laughs) the reality is that's funny, and it did stick with you for a long time, because you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, to me, it's funny. I don't even care that it happened, because it's something God used to show you something, you know what I mean? But when you when you the scripture you just read right there it said uh, the love of god isn't in you when the love of god is in you you don't care who asks you mm-hmm. you know you'll what get i mean fired and you'll be happy yeah it doesn't even none of it even, <laughs> well, even realize that god's got a plan for you so yeah. if you get fired i mean you're, you got somewhere else you can go yeah once you trust there. once you trust him fully you don't trust man anymore he said it we read it did you hear us read it earlier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you read it earlier in john 5 you said I don't trust, or Jesus said, I don't even, what did he say? He doesn't even care about man's testimony, right? right. He, doesn't, he doesn't accept man's testimony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? Because man's testimony is a lie. Remember, Mike, I was telling you the world's truth and our truth are two different things, and I've been trying to try to explain it. Okay? What man was testifying to about Christ was what they saw. It was the truth in the world. But it was still a lie to God. He doesn't accept man's testimony. He only accepts the truth, and and his truth is his truth about things, not our truth, not the way the world sees it. Only his way to see it. Mm-hmm. You get it. And the cool thing is, is this word, this word. Um, every every time you read it, it's gonna you're gonna get something different yeah. because of where you're at, you know, and and it hits you a different way. That's what I like about the, you search the you search the yeah. scriptures diligently. And right. It says, I do not accept glory from human beings, right? Yeah, right. Well, if you really spend time, the person teaching you is going to be the Lord. You're not, if you're searching right. the scriptures and you're trying to go off of what this other man's saying, you know, understanding mm-hmm. what human beings are saying about the right. Lord instead of actually learning from God. Or even your own wisdom. Yeah. Right. It could be your own wisdom. That's the part that I liked about that because mm-hmm. people fall into that all the time. Oh yeah, I mean, you got study Bibles, and and the yeah, to me, the, to me, it's like cheat sheets, you know. And and I I I don't have one. I I have one at home, but I haven't. I don't even crack it. But I have. Uh, I, but but I want to get it from him, and so that's where that's where I just have a reference where it cross references other scriptures. But yeah, I want to I want to get it from him. You know, and that's and that's where we should be getting it. Just like, just like if um, a lot of people just come to church and that's the only time they read their Bible or crack their Bible is when they're in church. Um, but but we we're talking about it recently. You know, that's the church. The pastor's giving you a menu. He's reading you the menu. You got to go home and take it and eat it. You got to reread it and eat it. Eat the meal. Digest the meal. Yep. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. we know you do. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. All the time. I read a lot. and But I, I listen to it and read it, so that mm-hmm. way I com- comprehend it. Yeah. Because if it's not out loud, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I need yeah, right. is out loud. Yeah. 
The U version plays them too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have it. It's just every day. Amen. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah, it says you have sent to John. This is what I was trying to tell you what you read. It says you have sent to John and he has testified to the truth. Mm -hmm. Not that I accept human testimony. So mom. I like how like at the end I love that. He's like Moses is is the one he wrote about me, you know. And you don't even accept him. I mean, you don't even accept me. I mean, right? But he also says because you're following Moses, you're stuck in sin because the law is exposing you. Yeah. Instead of setting you free, that's beautiful. So bomb. And we have a law all of our own too. The Bible says the Gentiles. So you could be stuck in the same kind of thing as the Jews with Moses, mm -hmm. without Christ setting you free. The one the Son sets you free. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Abraham. I was before Abraham. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Yeah, I know. You know what I love is he like he, he goes out there and goes I know Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say I knew. <laughs> yeah. How can you know you are not even four years old yet? <laughs> yeah. All right. Before Abraham was, I am. Yeah. Wow. Makes me think of the old demon saying, Back I know Romans. this person, I know that person, but you, I don't know. <laughs> I know Paul and I know Jesus. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the same thing. Is like, Jesus is like, I know. Jacob. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right, so we are on verse 3, yes? We can read 2 again. Because through Christ, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemns sin in place. And oh, sorry. And so the there was a marking thought that was a verse. And so he condemned sin in in the flesh. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um. So the first part, I love this part because it's kind of what we've been going over in the last chapter. It says for what the for what the law was powerless to do because it because it was weakened by the flesh. Like the, what happened when we read in the last chapter? You know, the law exposed that you uh, exposed your sin, and what did the sin do? It riled up inside you and just made you sin more. You know, so it was weakened by the flesh because the flesh just overcome the law. Mm -hmm. Well, in the second part, God sent His own Son in the likeness of flesh to be that sin offering to help us overcome our sin, right? It's not us who overcome our sin, it's Christ in us. It's it's two that explains it. Two? Yeah. Verse two. Jackie okay. says two. the Holy Spirit needs yeah, like to two. be yeah, the two. needs okay. to line okay. in oh, what, 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 the Holy Spirit needs to live in us all the time. Live. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See what two says right here, it says to go with everything you just said, Jacob. It says because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit. Remember, remember, we just read in, in John where it said that Jesus doesn't accept man's testimony. And he even said that the testimony that they sent for John for was true, but it was in the world. 
right? He doesn't accept man's testimony. So the law of the spirit, the law of the spirit, um, is not the same law written law. It is in a sense because um, the law's not sinful. We we're sinful, and the law shows us sin. You understand? So it is in a sense, but the difference is, it's 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 God living in us. <laughs> who empowers us to overcome the flesh where before we couldn't. See, what we just shared with Ali a minute ago, you guys, is God overcoming the flesh. Mm-hmm. Do you guys get that? Mm-hmm. What we just shared with her a minute ago, or what she just shared with us, mm-hmm. was God overcoming the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, it might have just been in that moment for just that time, but it inspired her to go to him so that it keeps happening, so that her life changes. See, we have that power of God now living in us to overcome the things we could never overcome on our own. All we, all we, all we could do is see that we were doing it through the law. But now we have one who lives in us. Amen? Amen. And when we seek him, overcomes the flesh in us. It's beautiful. And remember how I explained to you how that happens? It just keeps happening over and over and over. And before you know it, you're just becoming that. You don't even have to think about it anymore. It just becomes who you are. That's that's Christ. That's Him living in us, sanctifying us, and a born again life to be different, separate from the world. Amen. Set apart, Set apart. Amen. Yes. and then for yes. a purpose. Yeah. and that's that spirit. That's the law of the spirit of God is to change the life of the one that that calls upon His name. Amen. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? The song. Can goes. I explain it to you like this? Because this is, this this should be clear to all of us. The day we got saved. Yes. The day you got saved, did you did you not know that you were no longer a sinner, that he took away your sins? Wasn't it like a renewing that you've never experienced since? Or like it? It was so powerful. You get it? That's the spirit, that's the law of the spirit of God living in you now. It changes everything. And when we keep seeking him, you guys, it's like that day, every day. You get it? Mm-hmm. The one that's going to live in you and be powerful is the one you feed. Mm-hmm. The song goes... Every day will be the way, right? He'll, the make, he'll make the way. <laughs> the, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus will set you free from the law of sin and death. That's scriptural. Yeah. Not just the yeah, song. Well, yeah, it's, but it's, yeah. It's, I think it comes from King James. Or, mm-hmm. But so the anyways, song was that there is therefore now no condemnation. That's beautiful. For those who are in Christ Jesus. All right, so verse 4. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. See, the, the, the Spirit allows us to, to, to obey the law without the sinful... Uh, the sin riling up in us. The spirit. The spirit teaches us to fight it. To not just fight it, but like move it out of our life. We're we're not a part of it. We're we're gone. It's gone from us. It's like it's never there because we died to it, and now we're living a whole new life that's set apart from it. Almost like it never existed. Right. Yeah, I love that scripture too. Just as if you mm-hmm. never sinned, is like some people say, or yeah. as if you've never sinned. You know, I've always been right. You know, remade, remade back to what he originally created us to right, be. Exactly, unmaking what the world did. 
Yeah, his original creation was pure and righteous. And so was Christ when he came. That's what we read in 4 and 5, right? About one man brought death to all men. One man sin brought death to all men. And one man, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. the second Adam, which is Christ. One who is in death through Adam, like Christ. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Anything else on 4, or should we keep going? I didn't hear 4. Will you read it again? It says, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us. That's right. Do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And that's what I was trying to explain a minute ago. Is that <laughs> should have just read it? The law, the law was pure. It was not sinful. You know what I mean? It was a pure thing. It just because we didn't have anything to fight against it, it just exposed our sin. Yeah. The thing is, is like people think the law, like they're especially like either early Christians, they think the law is if they follow the law perfectly, they're. They get self right. They being self righteous is a thought process, right? Uh, I can't think of the process it's called, but no, it's like if you don't read the doctrine to its full extent, you fall into that category. Like how if if you were to say that, well, I'm saved by grace, I'm going to cash that check in full when I get to Jesus. You know, I'm going to live in my sin so I can sin all the time. You know, it's that same type of knowledge. But it, beca- it causes self righteousness, where that if you follow the law, you 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 feel like you're better than everybody, and then when you break the law, you feel like you fell out of the God's grace. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that that thought process because that that happens to people. You know, especially like an early Christian who doesn't really understand the whole process. Here's what Paul says. He says, "I don't want to read the whole thing. I guess I, I just want to read the part that you're talking about." It says. Persecuting church, it says, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. Mm-hmm. That's what he was before Christ, just self-righteous. What was that? Like? That's in Philippians uh, 3, half of 6. So you got to understand the law. Six. you got to understand that the law is the character of God. So it is pure, and it's, it's, it's not something that will save you. It's not something that is going to... You can use it to overcome the God's wrath that's coming. It's there because that's who God is. So when you're in front of it, you know, the sin riles up inside of you. Like, like what? what's the first thing... What's the first thing that uh, Adam and Eve did when God was coming to find them after they ate the fruit? They hid, right? They ran and hide. You know, that's what the law is. You in know? their mind, they were saying, "Man, they realized instantly we're not worthy, right? Because we're we're not." And that's what the law does. Exactly. You see, so like the law is the character of God, you know. And who were they before they ate the fruit? They were. How were pure, they? Just like the law was, because they were right? created. They were created. They longed to see God every day in the right. garden with Him. And that's 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 where we should be now because it's been given back to us. Yeah. So so when you when you take that representation right there, the law is just a representation of who God is. So just like when you put yourself under that law, when you do something wrong, you either hide it or you feel terrible or you know you feel like you fell out of God's grace. But that's not who we are anymore. We died to that. Now we're set apart and we live with the Spirit in us sanctifying us to be more like God. That's why I mentioned before that, uh, and I mentioned this a long time ago, I think this was back in uh, five, chapter 5, where um, 
the thought process that I had was that the fruit of knowledge of good and evil was like the law. It opened up your mind to see the things. Just like the law opens up your mind to show you the sin. Unfortunately, your body craves sin. And so it wells up and overtakes. But then the other fruit, the well, fruit of life, being Jesus, he sent himself to, or God sent him to die so that we could have life. Well, that's what we had before we ate that, that fruit, right? We had life. Yeah. You know, there was no time. There was no... What they had in the garden, what they had in the garden, is eventually what we're going to have eternally with God. Correct. I believe that with my whole heart. And with a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. with the welcome table. Amen. The welcome table. Must be a big table. It is. I do that all the time. But there's something in here, you guys, in four. There's something here in four where it says, this is like, it's not a contradiction to what he did for us, but it's something beautiful that uh, we need to look at, okay? Because we're still sinners and fall short. You know what I mean? But it says, this is what we were just talking with Allie about. It says, in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us, (laughs) who do not live according to the flesh, because we've accepted Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Right? So do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So, uh, He's the one that makes it possible. That's what I was trying to say right. before. We can't do it without Him. Right. We just become more self-righteous, which is more of the world. Yep. So You may overcome it yourself, but then you've just done it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you haven't done it because God helped you through it. Right, you don't give glory to God; you give glory to yourself. Right, what makes you self-righteous. And I and I found in my own life when I overcome it on my own, I end up back in it. Yep, or substituting it for something else. But when when I overcome it in Christ, when He takes it from me, you're free. Do you know why that happens? Free indeed. Do you know why it happens? Because He replaces it with a piece of Himself. Yeah, He doesn't leave you empty. Right. Remember the one that he drove the demon out, and then mm-hmm. the demon went around visiting and meeting other demons worse than itself. And when it went back, the house was empty. And he's like, hey, the house is empty. So he went and got those demons that were worse than him and went and refilled the house. You know, when God takes mm-hmm. it away, we don't. We, he replaces it with part of who he is. Yeah. So he fills us. That's why it doesn't come back so easy. You understand? Yeah. Makes me think of that person that he healed. Was it the blind man or the paralytic? Where he said, "Go and be healed and um, flee from your sin, or go and sin no more." Sin no more. And then uh, he comes up and meets him again, and he says, uh, "Sin no more. For if you continue to go back to your sin, you something will befall you that was worse than the um, before." And what I healed you from. Yeah. Something worse happened. Yeah, because when he, he when he got healed, he went and ran and did all the things that he couldn't do when he wasn't healed, and they were all sinful. But it was interesting fact there, and what he's talking about. The Bible says that he said that uh, that Jesus said when I found him or when I when I found him again or something. So Jesus was actually looking for him to share with him. Mm-hmm. That's that's bomb to me. Mm-hmm. How many of us are? God's looking for him or trying to hide from 
Mm-hmm. You can't hide from him. And he's constantly mm-hmm. knocking. But but we're not listening for yeah. him. You're knocking, yeah. but you can't come in. <laughs> it's like you're in a dark you closet. You don't want to come in. He's sitting there knocking on the closet door like, hey, hey, come out. We're trying to talk to you. That's a good song. No, not anymore. And and Jackie, I wanted to touch on that too. You said the Holy Spirit needs to live in us all the time. He does. We need to be in tune with Him. We need to spend time with Him. It's us that separate Him. He never leaves us. That's a spoiler. But but um, He never leaves us. And so um, when we find ourselves. Uh, feeling distant from him, it's because we did it. We we need to turn back and we need to seek him and draw near to him. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. That's scripture. This next verse is what we're talking to Ellie about. So it says, so this, this goes also into what we were um, discussing last week and how how that mindset came up where you were doing as you were all day and then all of a sudden you get saved. And the next thing you know, you realize that what you've been doing all around you is going on, right? There's that renewing of the mind. And one one of those examples, that early part was in the flesh. And that second part was with the Spirit. And the Spirit's showing you what's going on around you and what needs to be adjusted and fixed and pushed out and all kinds of things. So here we go, verse 5. It says, Though those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires, right? So you, you get saved and you get filled with the Holy Spirit, right? And then at first, you don't notice it, but then uh, before you were living in such a way that nothing affected you, but after you were saved, now you're looking around you and you're going, "Whoa, this is this is different now." You're the true reality you've now entered, and it shows you it shows you what you've been doing wrong and what needs to be fixed. You know, it doesn't show you to point out other people's flaws. You know, it shows you what you need to fix within yourself, right? Because you can't go around and fix the world by telling people they need to fix things. Yeah. The only way you can fix the world is through yourself, yourself. Or by relying on who Christ is. Yeah. Right? Amen. Mom said, He knocks on the door of your heart. He knocks on the door of your heart. You know, I was taught growing up as a young Christian, Paul, that scripture your mom's quoting right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was taught that was just salvation. You know, although I walk, I stand at the door and knock, and he who opens the door, I'll come in and sup with him and he with me, right, in Revelations. And, um, but you know what I learned as I grew in the Lord? That that's every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. He, wants to, he wants to speak to us. He wants to communicate with us. He's constantly knocking. He's constantly trying to wake us up. He's constantly wanting to share with us, you know. really good. I used to argue with him all the time, Laura. I was crazy. I used to argue with God all the time. Because I, I would I would read in the morning, you know, like even an hour, sometimes two, whatever, and just totally enjoy the time with them. And then later on in my day, I'd be doing something I want to do, and he'd be calling me again. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, God. I already I mean, ate. Yeah, I already have like an hour and 40 minutes invested in this movie. I only got like 20 minutes left, you know. Can you hold on? Oh, man. And I'd be like, no, I need you now. You know what I mean? And, and it goes back to the first part of that verse. The flesh desires what the flesh desires. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we're spending more time in the Spirit, more time with God, more time in His Word. 
we're going to be doing about we're going to be about our father's business. You know, the Pharisees asked Jesus, "What is it to do the work of the Father?" And and Jesus said, "To believe in His Son. That's it. Got to find Him and believe in Him and seek Him. Yeah. You know, simple. The sink we eat three times a day." For physically to eat three times a day. What is the some eat more than that? (laughs) But but you know what? Our our spirit needs fed more than that. Yeah, and my doctor says five times a day, little bits and pieces of you know. Yeah, like a Snickers, you know, maybe a payday. Yeah, Um, Uh, no, no, five of your meals. (laughs) And only one of them's real. Tuesday. I'm working at Goodwins, but I can't bring any goodies home. I know you don't love me anymore, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> payday. I mean, she actually bought a box of paydays one time, put it by her door. Yeah, she's the candy girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. She bought me a box of paydays and put them by her door, so every time I visit, I can get one. He would just come over, just to... sometimes I would come over and say, "Hey, you guys, I'm just here for a payday." <laughs> 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 That's what she said today. You only come when you want something. I said, give, I said, give me a hug. And after I hugged her, I said, bye. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay, go on. Where are we at? One uh, six. So here, here's the other part, right? This is the second part afterward. Um, it says, the mind governed by flesh is death. Bam. But the mind governed by spirit is life and peace. See, see that that change that we're talking about, like what Jackie was talking about on Tuesday? Yeah. You know, her, her life changed at work because before she didn't notice that, how everyone's life was just falling apart around her. Because hers now. was too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's just it. And then it's now that her, the scales have fallen off her eyes, yeah. you know, now she's like, oh man, these people need help. Mm-hmm. You know? And she realized she got it. And that's the mind governed by the spirit, you see? Yes. Right, which is what what chapter seven was talking about. I do what I don't want to do, and I do what or five times fast. I don't want to do the things I want to do. Yeah. I don't yeah. do. And that's, that's 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 that I do. I do. I do. And I don't want to do. I do. I do. And it's like that. Totally. That, that's that mind. You want to do the you know? <laughs> That's the that's the mind governed by the spirit now, mm-hmm. right? Because you want to do this, but your body does this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you know? yeah. Yeah. And which one do you believe? The one, right. you know, because it's it's a battle in you. Oh, mm-hmm. wretched man that I am. Yes, exactly. Who can save me? Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Thanks be to God. Mm-hmm. Same <laughs> man. That's what I do. It, com- it comes out at the very end. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I get up early in the morning, Jerry. I get up early in the morning, right? And I say to myself, I'm going to read my Bible. And then I sit down and I think about my coffee. Of course, I don't drink coffee. It's a story. <laughs> it's a story. And then... <laughs> I don't I just, get out of bed until I say my morning prayers. Amen. You know what I mean? Okay. But sometimes there's there's all these other things, you know, or I want to stay in bed longer or this or that or the other and thing, I you know? want to. And all it does is take away your time from him. Mm-hmm. And we just need to be like soldiers. No, you... No. I want to stay in bed a little bit longer. I can't stay in bed any longer. Well, that's the opposite for you, which is good. You need to get a yeah. read your Bible. No, no, but, but we I need to be like soldiers. Everything needs to be everything needs to be regimented, you know? Yeah, they have a coffee to read. Yeah, exactly. Like like you, Allie, for instance, okay? Mm-hmm. When you get up for work, do you go late? 
No, you get up and you, you get, get ready. Right. You know, Mike's like, man, Matt, you got to get out of here because I only got 45 minutes and, you know, Bible study's going to start. <laughs> I was like, shut up, punk. Yeah, I'll see you But right, you see, you have to be regimented like, like a soldier. You know, you're not going to miss work. You're not going to... Punctuality you know? is very important to yeah. you, right? And God, God has a set time for you every day. Every day, every day oh, He has yeah. a set time for you, and He's and He's He's already been there waiting. He wants you know He's waiting, longing to see you and spend time with you. That reminds me of a story Francis brought that one day, where the guy was meeting with him, and inside of that room with the um, fireplace and everything, the living room. And then next thing you know, is the guy got so busy and caught up that he started walking past and. It, he had the forethought. He's like, oh, but I don't have time. So he keeps going. And next thing you know is he finally uh, makes the time one day and he goes in there and he realizes that Jesus was waiting in there the whole entire time, every single day, yeah. waiting well, for him every he's single always time. He told him he would. So we come around, but, you know, I'm just yeah. grateful he's in my life. Yeah. If we're not faithful, does he stop being faithful? No. no. Never. No. Can't. Amen. Yeah. Mom you said, know? soldiers of the cross. Tracy said, you said, doo-doo. All right, man. That's part Now you made me lose my thought, Tracy. <laughs> Tracy? Oh. That's why our clan name on Destiny is Back to the True Cross. Amen. Amen. Everything. How many battles have you? How many battles have you lost? You know, on Sunday I'm about we fifty like percent. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday we sang this. On Sunday we sang a song, and it was um, that God can't fail. You remember the song? It goes over and over and over again that God can't fail, and he goes can't fail. He won't fail. Right? He wants the name. I was of that singing song. that song. I was singing that song like really singing it. You know, it meant the world to me, but. As I was singing it, I was thinking about how many people here um, don't believe that because they pray and it doesn't happen, or some, or they feel a certain way, or they do this or that and it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the the if you listen to the entirety of the song, I don't remember the exact words, but um, what was the name of the song? The only time he God won't. He, he, won't he won't fail me now or something. He won't. He better. won't. Um, the only time that, that in my life especially when I was younger, that I thought God failed me. And I hear it from people all the time, at least once a week, is when we don't follow through in Him. Yeah. He never fails. We step out in your faith. We step out of our faith. And, and, and then we blame Him for it. But if we stay faithful, you guys, it may not happen when we want it to happen, but when we stay faithful, it always happens. Absolutely. He never fails. Amen? And I wanted to stop us from you singing that song and talk about that on Sunday, you know? Oh, no. I find that quote. Oh, no. I just saw it today. But it goes with what we're talking about. He's only, you know, he's never, ever going to fail. Ever. We fail. God never fails. And that's part of the song, too, I think, if I remember all of it right. Anyways, I don't know. I'll look it up. You look it up and then tell me, because I think it's there. I'll write the words down. Amen. Amen. Whereabouts? Christ is my father. Right, so you guys are at the next verse or goes? Mm-hmm. It says, the mind governed by flesh is hostile to God. That's right. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Remember... Remember how we were talking back in the justification uh, chapter, I think it was 5? And it says uh, that he died for the ungodly. 
right? Because yes. the ungodly have their mind set on the flesh, mm-hmm. right? So when yeah. we weren't even on his team, you know, he died for us. And that's what that hostileness is against God, right? But now that we have Christ in us because he died for us, now we don't have that mindset anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I looked up the word abomination for a whole different Bible study years ago. But when I looked it up, I was surprised at the meaning. But it said that it's uh, a hate sin towards God. Abomination? Oh, mm-hmm. It's an abomination to do something against God to show hate towards Him. Mm-hmm. And that's what that verse is saying that you just read, right? Right. But it, it's more about the, where your mind is at. Mm-hmm. When your mind is not with God. Your mind is it. set on being against Him. Yep. You know, we were talking about the faith um, for a second there. And uh, walking by and everything. And this was from a great movie that I actually like. It's called Book of Eli. I don't know. It's called what? Book of Eli. Oh, Book of Eli. It's, it's pretty good. It's, it's apocalyptic stuff. Yeah. Okay. You um, know what? They have that on YouTube. On TV. It's actually it's yeah, a really good movie. But you have it one? She has it on. In one moment, um, the girl that's with the guy is asking, he's like, she's like, you know, you say you've been walking for 30 years, right? Have you ever thought that maybe you were lost? And he said, nope. Well, how do you know you're walking in the right direction? I walked by faith, not by sight. And he's blind in the movie. Amen. Yeah. And then he, then she yeah, says, spoiler. Spoiler. Huh. Yeah, that's why I was not going to say that. Huh. I only said it because you said but he then always she said says, She person. says, what does that mean? And he says, it means that you know something even though you don't know something. And she's like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. It's faith. Faith is like a flower in the field of darkness that, um, that's giving me the strength to carry on. You understand? Is that from your book? No, it's from Johnny Cash. <laughs> but yeah, the fact was is that, is that he's sitting there and he's like, oh, what I brought that up for is you know something even though you don't know something. You don't know what God's going to lead you to and you don't know where it's going to take you. But you know that the Lord's with you and that he's leading you in the right direction. Amen. And that's the whole fact of it. Is that when you're sitting here, we're reading it. Um, your thoughts, they're going to lead you astray. You're all these different things, but if you stand by faith that the Lord's leading you in the right direction, then mm-hmm. even though you don't know where you're going, you know that you're going in the right direction. You know something, even though you don't know something. I like the way this one reads, um, verse 8. It says, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Mm-hmm. Those who are in the realm. And what's the realm? It's where your mind's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what happens when you start believing, there's a renewing of your mind, right? Which you become now into the real reality, the truth. You know? Get your prayers in. If you haven't already, get your prayers in. Mm-hmm. Text them in. Anyone else got ver- anything on the 7 and 8? I read what I had. Okay. Didn't mean to read the last part of that quote. But... So verse 9, it says, You, however are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ, right? 
That's, what that's, that's you giving yeah. your life to Christ. That's Amen. the, the, the yeah. sinner's prayer right there. Yeah. Is that realm? No, sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, this goes deeper. This goes deeper than what you're saying, I think, because there's a lot of Christians that live as enemies of the cross. Yeah. And 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 when it says, where are we at? Nine. Nine. However, you whoever you however are not. He's telling us that that. Um, you were right to say that we accepted Christ. We're no, you know what I mean. We just how did the scripture start in the beginning? Is that those of us who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation there, right? <laughs> and that's literal. We know that, and we talked about how there's a price to pay for sin still in this world when we choose to do it. You know what I mean? And um, when it says this, when it when it words like this, it's very literal. But it's it's it says you you however are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, live, they do not belong to Christ. So you think mere words is no. salvation? No, but what I'm trying to say is, is that there's times in my life, you guys, when I'm doing something that's totally not right. Okay? I'm in a different spirit there. I'm not, I'm not in the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm not saying that I'm I've lost my salvation or anything like that, but um, you're living outside of Christ. I'm living outside of Christ in that moment. You know, I'm choosing something different in the moment. Yeah, but isn't that the isn't that your mind is still set on 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 God because you're in that moment you know you're doing wrong. That's true. That's where the spirit lives. Right. The spirit's That's right. still within your mind. You still know you're doing wrong. That's right. But. But but also because someone who doesn't live in that realm would just do it, and there'd be no conviction, no mm-hmm. right, you know. But also the the what I'm trying to get at is is that we, that well what you just said is what I was trying to get at. We still know, right? You understand? But to to be in the spirit of God, we're not going to do those things. Right. That that's what I'm trying to make the, the comment I'm trying to make is that there's also it goes a little deeper because it's also he's he's telling us but you guys no longer live you understand he's trying to wake us up to not doing anything like that anymore but to to do the thing of the spirit instead of the flesh like we used to do without without thinking you know that's i I don't know i just got more out of it because i don't want to it goes back to what we were saying before and paul kept correcting himself in his words too was that now that i live in an abundance of grace should i just go on sinning you know what I mean? Now that I have grace, should I just go on sitting and have right. an abundance of grace? Right. He even goes on to say something like, like, so that God may abound all the more. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he's telling us, now that we live in this spirit, let's keep in step with it, basically, you know? Amen. Amen. And, but he's right. We have it in our, because he's right. We can't do something now that we are saved without being convicted by yeah. it. Well, because going up there and just saying, saying the words is, is, it's just saying the words, but uh, true salvation comes with the life change. That, that's true. what true salvation mm-hmm. is. What's someone that? who's not left at the someone who's not in your life. That's right. If someone who's left up up there at the altar, they still have to. Yeah, that's the second part that I was trying to explain, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't finish it. The, the last part of the verse. What does it say? It says that if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. You see, so so because when you when you give your life to Christ, you realize what you've done, right? You realize that you are a sinner and that you're not going to make it in by yourself because you you've messed up, 
And and you and giving your life to Christ means you know that Christ, you believe that Christ doing what He did will help you get that get into that gate. Mm-hmm. Not know? not what we could do. Not what we could do. That's right. And that's true salvation. That's right. Going up there saying words because you're saying words. Well, I mean, you can say words about anything. Yeah. Right. You know. But when we understand, that's uh, like what you're right. saying is like what James says too is that. Um, it's not words, but it's Christ living in us. Right. So that's what I'm trying to get at too. Is that this is alluding to me? I may I may be stupid or not, but this is alluding to me that that if I'm choosing if I'm choosing to live in the world all the time, then I'm choosing to live outside of Him. Well, you'll get callous to to the conviction, and then your mind will go back to the flesh, mm-hmm. right? And then something will hit you because of the consequences of sin. And then you'll go running back to the Lord like the prodigal son, you know? You'll convince yourself, oh, it's okay to eat pigs. Yeah. You know, they're doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just see, like the prodigal son. See, I agree with the argument completely. All I'm trying to say is yeah. the first part of it when he says, but you uh, don't no longer live that, that in that. <laughs> you live in the spirit. You understand? No, no. Conversating, yeah. No, it wasn't. It's, it, I meant it the way I said it, but we weren't arguing. Oh, okay. It was. It was a difference of opinion, but it was, and it was the same opinion. That's the Nick. weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> Nick. But um, I was. I don't know. I was trying to be as clear as possible. Yeah. It's a hard. It's a hard thing. I guess. I, I just don't want people to think that it's just the one-time thing. We need to just keep in step. We need to be living in Him. Because when we're not, then we're not. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's. That's the true belief, and that's just saying words, right? You, gotta show you would it believe you would live your life in accordance to truly believe, and then if you if you're just saying you're just saying words, yeah, that's the that's the difference. Because it happens all the time, I believe, because people don't change their their lives when they give their they life to Christ. But that, I don't think it's their fault either, yeah. because the person who helped them get to that point didn't leave them. To the next step, they kind of just left them there and moved on to the next yeah. guy, the next guy, yeah. the next or, guy. Or, or they did, and the person didn't pursue it. Like right, but like, that's, that that would be on their own accord because the next step would make you realize who right. Christ is and that hey, you, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, call me if you have any questions. You know, let's meet up every once uh, once a week or something like that. You know, right? If you're having that intimate that intimate prayer with those people, leading them mm-hmm. to Christ. You know, you're gonna if you make if you got that intimate time with them, you're gonna make that intimate time right. lead them further along. You know, like otherwise you're just doing it for your glory because you're like, yeah. oh, I got sixty people to get their life saved today. You know, and then never see those sixty people. Again. Right. You know? I was a young teenager when I went to vacation Bible school, and 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 um, we were we were brought there, dropped off, and and. And my stepmother did it not knowing it was a Christian church. And then um, I gave my life to the Lord then. Mm-hmm. But um, after that, I never saw those people again. Um, she didn't take us to church there, and we didn't go to church. I didn't have a Bible. But you know what? Even in that, God didn't give up. But I'm just saying, a lot of times, it's not... It's Every person... Every person, yeah, sometimes there needs to be more teaching to, sh- to okay, read your Bible, read your Bible. You know, I know, like at Harvest, when, when people go up, they pass out Bibles and they tell them, get, get involved in a church. And they know they're from all over the place. So they, 
get uh, encourage them to hook up with your church because that's just the beginning, you know. And, and um, you know, but but the world the world is so powerful, and the enemy um, when he loses grip, he attacks. He attacks, and and so I understand a lot of times the um, a lot of times you know it's it it's it's circumstances, but there are times when a person goes up on an emotion and doesn't give a, a heartfelt, you know. So it it's God. God knows the heart. Yeah. God knows the heart of the person, mm-hmm. and God won't give up on you. Yeah. All I'm saying is like if we got if we if we got to that intimate point. That moment with them, we should also like have compassion for that person to keep going and make a make an uh, an effort, you know, because we realize we we at the point we are at, we realize what what, what this is, you know, this is life, you know, right. and that person needs help getting along to get to that life, yeah, you know, and yeah. Just going up there and saying a couple words and that into because it's it's an intimate if it's true it's yeah. intimate it's the Absolutely. most intimate moment you can ever have mm-hmm. you know and if what someone's if, there with you what about if you I have this manager who is gay and claims it out outwardly and I had said something the other day I had went back there and I said not in my strength and Jesus' strength and everything and he goes oh I believe in God. Well, then that's what... <laughs> He's not... He doesn't. You know, I mean, the devil... I mean, the demons believe in God, and they shudder. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. I was just about to yeah, say the same thing, because there's a difference between <laughs> believing like, in God and... Um, I don't know. I just shut my mouth. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Well, so and, that's, and if I he believes, take, then you can pray for him, and then God will... God will you know, correct that course, you know? Right. And, and we then don't... they got off into a talking about God conversation, and I just left, because I was like... It's. I'm not gonna even well, that. We we don't we don't know where the person's heart is, and and you know what, a person may uh, 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 th- this renewing of our our life doesn't happen overnight. It's yeah. a long process. It's a it's a, a, a lifelong. He's been going to church since he was little, and that's why he believes in God. Right, it was and instilled so, in him, but now he's he's in an open gay relationship gonna get married they have a baby on the way so I mean, don't have a baby on the way all children need to you have know, a so I don't see it right. stopping right. anytime soon but you know what God 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 knows God knows and 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 um but you that know, I'm just a person, saying, yeah. I, that, that, that's what I was saying. You know, you obey. Believing is more than just believing; right. it's obeying. Yeah. I had, and I tell. But that's what repentance is. It's a change in a direction of 180 degrees. The direction you were going, you knew was wrong, and you changed. Mm-hmm. And so the discernment is for yourself. Well, okay, well, you know, it's not for me to judge, but right. the fruit that's being produced, you know, take. Take the conversation back to the basics, back to basics, and, and just show them Jesus' love. Because it's not our place That's to change. That's all I do. That's it's not do our place speak. to change people. It's His. And and when a person spends time with Him, they can't help but being convicted, you know. Well, no, that, He always tells me, He goes, man, Lord, you always make me think for the right way. I want to read this before we close tonight. It's 8 o'clock. Let me read this to you guys before we close tonight. 
It says, I'm in James um, 1, 22. I think this goes with it. I mean, I hope it goes with it, but here we go. You guys ready? And take this to heart. You know, really take this to heart because... All right, let's just read it. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Mm -hmm. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. I I have to tell you guys something. Years ago, I had a class and we were all sitting around the table and I said, close your eyes for a minute and just start to imagine what you look like. And it's hard to do. I have a problem. It's hard for me to do, to really see myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, they mm-hmm. didn't. You know? It's not, I mean, it just depends on where you're at. It's hard for me to see myself. It's hard for really? me to do that, yeah. And um, and that's what he's getting at. It says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Mm-hmm. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep... Oh, I, I don't want to go into that. That's mm-hmm. talking about yeah, the tongue. That's true. That's true. But... But but we need to do what we, you know. That's what I was trying to get at with the the spirit of God living in us. We need to um, to. Uh, it's like on Sunday I was telling you guys. So what is the perfect law? So we don't confuse people. Well, well, we read it earlier. It's the law of God that is not Jesus doesn't entrust himself to any man, but only God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the spirit of God living in us. It's mm-hmm. the spirit of the law of God gives living in us. It gives us freedom. But um, and we read it earlier in the other scripture we were in too. And was it to do the work of God? Just to believe in the one he sent. Mm-hmm. Amen. And obey his commandments. Obey his commandments. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Try to above your head. Peace Memo said it's above your head, and most people don't even know what it is. Yeah. It sits there every week. It's, a, it's the whole principle behind this church being formed. Um, but just take that to heart, because on Sunday I was telling you guys, and I, and I and I really I really thought about it deeply afterwards, you know, and I and I mentioned it on uh, on Tuesday, but. Um, just take that which he's already shared with you and, and start living it. Because until you do, he, nothing else is going to be given. It's like if we don't if we don't take care of what he's already given us, he's not going to give us more. Mm-hmm. How can I entrust you with much if you, you know, haven't even done anything with the little? If I entrust you with the little things and you, and you do something Amen. with them, not, he has so much more to give us. Amen. Yes. It was a whole scripture that yeah. Jesus spoke about. Mm-hmm. So, our parable. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just start working on what we already know. Amen. And Amen. then when we, and then when we achieve that, God will give us more. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's beautiful. We'll start at verse 9 next week. Yeah. 
But don't just read it. Deceive yourself. That's something we talked about in the beginning of this Bible study was taking it to heart. Don't just read it. Take the time. Yeah, take take the time to hear him. Remember what Paul, Paul was just limping along and then he went out to his garden and God spoke to him and it changed his life. He started digging deep. Maybe I need to make a garden. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, it's where, I don't know. It's God, wherever God you where you're at. Down. We don't know where anybody's at. It, it might be in that the... rooster out in front of your no, house. No, it's not It's a little puny little thing, but very loud. The Bible says nobody knows the mind of a man except for the man himself. Amen. So <laughs> nobody knows where you're at. Nobody mm. can say where you are or what you're thinking or any of that. They can't even, they, oh, they're, you know, only God right knows. Big rooster. And now they got a little one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mom said pray for, pray for her, uh, her nephew, Jerry Hall's family. Um, he passed away um, a week or so ago and his funeral's on Monday. No. Who was that? Jerry Hall. Is the one who passed away. We need to pray for his family. That was a friend. It, it was a nephew. She was a cousin of yours. Yeah, I think he was fifty-three. Oh, young dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. That's what the Bible says. David says that mm-hmm. it's before seventy was stolen at the baptist. Seventy was a gift. That's what Pastor Tom used to always say. Nothing after seventy is promised. Yeah, that's right. That's what. Uh, that's what David talks about. And he made it to like 69 or something, didn't he? <laughs> wow. Right there. Much is required. Yep. That's Much is required. Any other prayer requests? First prayer was. Uh, yeah, I, I'm making a. I'm trying to decide on a financial decision on my automobiles. I have three of them, I don't need three of them. And uh, I just want to make sure that the right choice is made. I'm not just going on a whim because I want it or, yeah, you know. So prayers on that. Okay, cool. Because it's like the perfect, if I were to do it, it's the perfect time to do it. Well, then, My you know vehicles what? The are, Lord is telling you if it's the perfect time to do it, do mm-hmm. it. Because yeah, they're Ford, so they don't hold their value. So they eventually mm-hmm. become nothing. But they run forever. They run forever. That's it. <laughs> they run forever, yeah, but their do. value just continue to go down. Yeah. yeah. And it's like all those trucks are better. Both of them. Both yeah. of them are about to hit a hundred thousand. So the value it's after a hundred thousand is going to go. It drop, drops drastically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'm almost. I'm at two hundred and sixty thousand. Yeah, it's just the perfect for the value it has. There, it's mm-hmm. the perfect time to trade in. Well, yeah, beats us all. Huh? He's at three hundred. Oh no, that was my last truck. <laughs> three hundred and twenty-four, and that's pretty much worthless on trade-in. It's yeah. worth twenty-five dollars. <laughs> Two hundred. Is it? That was my right. mom's. Roger. Uh, Roger asked for uh, prayer. He has vision problems in his left eye, among all the other problems. He has a doctor's appointment, but it's not for two more weeks. Mm-hmm. That's also what I have is a doctor's appointment. Um, I have to get surgery, unfortunately. No, more for you. Yeah. I have to. It's a funding removal surgery. Yeah. And what they're thinking of doing is they have to break my foot in three places oh. and break four or two of my toes. 
but my big toe has to be completely rotated to be. But there is a high possibility that I can go septic to with it. So yeah, I will be also if that happens. I have to go empty the so. Yeah, but you know what? Praise the Lord because my 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 ex, my first husband. He had, he's been having a lot of foot problems. He had his surgeries. He's doing fine. He's up and walking because we pray for him, you know, and we can, we can do it too. I mean, the Lord works in such miraculous ways. Yeah, I know. That I, it'll be all right. I know it seems scary, but what you just told us is the worst outcome. Mm-hmm, yeah, totally the, the worst. The best outcome is mm-hmm. being able to walk without pain and do all this stuff, you yeah. know, and, and the best is usually what happens to people, mm-hmm. or they Amen. wouldn't be doing them. Amen. Allie, the only thing right. is that my body don't do good with infections. So mm-hmm. if I get an infection, it's going to be weeks until I get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I'm allergic to three of the best antibiotics, mm-hmm. so it doesn't help. It's actually through the mutations. Uh, penicillin is actually getting weaker, so. Yeah, amen. Yeah, true. Because it gets prescribed so much. <laughs> yeah, because we're using it so often, penicillin doesn't do as magic mm-hmm. as it used to be. Works on me. Works on me. Because I don't think I ever, I ever used yeah, it. Yeah, I hardly ever. It's been a while for me. I had one last summer. And that thing came oh, no, I did. Well, that's what that I remember. It did get a shot. Yes, it did. Oh yeah, we all remember. You that. were in the, the hospital. They didn't give it to you then. Because it was a virus that I had. Oh, that's right. They can't do it for viruses. Yeah. Well, let's pray out. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. How is it? Online does. Uh huh. Is uh, Roger and Jerry Hall and uh-huh. all of your surgery and your decision mm-hmm. in my clan, please. And her clan, please. The good Lord knows every one of those people. And pray for her work. Yeah, and your work. God can open doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also closes doors. Yeah, like when you deny when you deny Christ to a three year old kid or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Right, that cute right. little kid was just like, oh, so pure. Well, like, no, the way she, she told me and described it, it was like, I thought this was a great story. Like, some kid came straight to Allie and was like, yeah. Christ. Yeah. You know, like, oh, he saw something in you, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. glowing, girlfriend. Yeah. And she gives me, every day now, she gives me a big old hug every time I come. Amen. Oh, That's wow. it. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's a Jesus hug. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for this time where I always always pray for it because it's always just a blessing, Lord. Uh, we talked about it, how everything after 70 is a blessing, but Lord, every day is a blessing. Amen. Every day is not promised, Lord. And so we just ask that you would continue to give us those blessings, Lord, that we would continue to see them, Lord, that we would never close our eyes off to it. I love what a... Allie brought up today about the scales just falling off and um, how it just opened her eyes so deeply, Lord, that you moved her so deeply. Uh, through one, starting off with one question, Lord, uh, a lot of times you use that one question to renew our entire strength, renew our faith, and bring us back to. 
first love, Father. So, Lord, just help us to help us all to have that, Lord. Help us all just to remove the scales that are holding us back, Lord. Just to bring us back into your light, Father. Lord, we ask your hand over Roger, Father, as he talked about um, having issues with his sight, Lord. Lord, I, the first thing I thought of was all the people you healed in the Bible that were having problems with sight, the blind people, the um, the people who just couldn't see because they were just blinded to the things of the Spirit and everything, Lord. And so you gave them all sight, Lord. And so we just ask that your hand would be over him and you give him back his sight and that you would just do it your way and your prompting, Lord. Lord, just bless him, Lord. Help him to see your hand in his life. Bring him back to just seeing you all the time, Lord. Help him to be there, Father, with you. And we ask that you would just strengthen him in both his faith and his love in you, Father. And Lord, we ask your hand over Jerry Hall's family, Father, just to, Lord, be with every single one of them as this uh, funeral comes up, Lord, just ease all the pain that people have on their hearts, Lord. Just show your hand in it all, Father. Show your um, presence within every person there, Lord. Just your will be done there, Father. You know you know what can be done, and you know what can happen from this um, funeral and everything, Lord. And so we just ask that your will would be done in it all. <coughs> that if it's your will that someone would um, speak your glory at that funeral, that it would be done, Lord. Lord, we just ask that your hand would be over it. And Lord, have your hand over uh, this upcoming surgery for Allie, Father. I don't know the time or day, Lord, but you know and she knows. And so we just ask that you would uh, be with her. And Lord, comfort her, give her a peace above all, Lord, just to have her not be nervous, Lord, and have everything go according to your will, Father, that everything would just be perfectly fine, that they would do it and she would heal up and nothing would be wrong, Father, that it would just heal up fine and there wouldn't be any issues. So we just ask this over over her, Father, and guide the surgeon's hands and just help everything go according to your plan, Lord, and be with her every day. And Lord, we ask this, your hand over uh, the decision of, of the Ruthio family, because I know it's not just Jacob's decision, it's both of theirs, Father, and so we ask that you would lead them onto the right path, Lord, onto the right decision to make. Just give them that knowledge and, um, and decision, Lord. Uh, the first thing I think of is just your ways are higher than our ways and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so if it's your will that they would actually keep it for whatever reason, Lord, and so just show them that, Lord. If it's your will that they would sell it, and sell it, Lord. Just have your hand go over everything, Father, and everything to, to work out according to your will, Father. We ask your hand over Mary's entire clan, Father, just... You know, every person that's on her list, every person that's on her heart, and not just her heart, but also in her family, and, you know, every person there, Father. And so we just ask that you would have your hand over every person there, Lord. Be with them and strengthen them. Show your presence in their life, Father. Just uh, lead them onto your, your presence, Father. Just lead them and guide them, Lord. And also lead and guide Mary, Father, 
just have her to shine your light all the time, Lord, and help her to not have those headaches as bad, Lord, just mm-hmm. that they would always be edified, Lord, or, or the blessing would be that they wouldn't even be there, Lord. Amen. But I just say a five because she's able to bear that, Lord. You give us what we can bear. And so, Lord, just have have her be able to bear it all the time, Lord. And if it's in your will that she wouldn't have it, then, Lord, have her not have it. Thank you, Lord. And, Lord, just have your hand over uh, Laura's entire work, Father. Open those doors. Mm. You know you know the doors that are able to be opened, and so we ask that you would open them upon your time, Father that she would see that timing and she would just act upon it, Lord. That everything would just go so wonderfully and perfectly, Father, because of the timing that you have, Father. That she would just be ready and open. And when when it does open, that she would share and that there's things would just go wonderful, Father. We just ask that you would open those doors and close the ones that aren't meant to be walked upon, Lord. Just... Your will be done in that entire environment, Lord. Continue to shape those people. And those people, I would have sounded like those people do have a hunger, Father, even though um, they're deciding to do certain things that don't seem in accordance um, to your will, Lord. But you know their hearts, Lord. You know where they're at, Lord, and how close they are or how far they are, Father. And so we just ask that you would work in their lives and be with every single person at our work, Father. Help them all to be led in accordance to you, Father. Mm-hmm. Just have Laura shine her your light ever so brightly, Lord, that she would be a beacon of hope for those people. And Lord, we ask your hand over Leah as well, Lord, it came to mind. Uh, just be with her and strengthen her. Give her, uh, give her your strength, Lord, to get through each and every day, Lord, and just heal her whole body, Lord, so there would never be another illness or anything, Father, that she would just be just so strong and so um, faithful in you, Lord, that it would only come upon or come from you, Lord. And so we just ask this over here, Father, and we ask any others that weren't mentioned, Lord, um, I know there's many, many others that are either on our hearts or minds, maybe they were forgotten or um, just thought of, Father, and we ask the, that you would... Uh, have your hand over those as well, Father. Mm-hmm. Do your will in their in every life that's on our on my Father, and just your will be done. I think of the Lord's prayer: Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so, Lord, your will be done. In Jesus' name, we say. He he was a preacher and he went back to boxing because preaching didn't pay no money. Sounds good, huh? I just sleep, get ready, go to work. That's all I've been doing. I saw the previous Wow, girl. I know how you feel. I feel like that way.